comedy mushroom cult podcast. A little bit delayed from the last one. We're at a week and a half. We don't have any guarantees on this, do we, buddy? Dog's with me on the couch today. Um, it was shirtless, but then I opened up the blinds because we want to let God's light in. Um, he, capital H, he uh, guides us in all of our movements. Um, so we need his capital H I S uh, light to uh, to to see that guidance, and uh, you know we want to we want to make sure that's in. Uh, but also the windows and insulation in this apartment uh, fucking blow. Uh, not supposed to cost in like the first five seconds of a podcast or whatever, but whatever. Dog is no longer on the couch. Uh, dog update 2023. Um, but no, they're trying to fix the insulation in this place and the windows and everything. Um, so there's just like random dudes everywhere and the dog is uh, overly interested in it. Um, our pro Blue Lives Matter dog, by the way, um, which is really disappointing because, you know, you try to raise them right. You get them as a puppy, you try to introduce them to people of all different creeds and colors and races, religions, and I think those are the same thing. Um, just different lifestyles, different kinds of people, and, you know, then the the apartment complex next to yours has like some crazy like daughter trying to stab the mom and the sister situation and there's a bunch of cops there and the dog just seems far too interested you know you know that interested like my dad had this when I was growing up uh because he's a big fucking weirdo and always wanted to be a cop uh he had like a a scanner and like here's here's one of those like weird poverty mindset things we'll get back to it of like he always wanted to be a cop and, like, was always not, quote-unquote, not able to do it because he didn't have the money to go to cop school. When it's, like, literally, I don't know, like, a $1,000 at a fucking community college that he went to for, like, six months. I don't know. Probably could have found some cash. Put it on a credit card, you know? Instead of going on vacation or buying a boat or getting a jet ski or something. I don't know. He could have done that, but again, it's like that weird poverty mindset of, um, you don't think that you can afford something, but then you go buy a bunch of other something. There's like a whole fucking scene out here, but whatever. The dog, pro-lives matter. Oh yeah, but the point of that, my dad would just like sit and listen to like the police scanner, uh, all the time, listening to like crimes, and he would like know the codes that they were talking about around town and like we grew up in like the most boring town of all time boozer no hey knock it off they're just trying to do their job you let them live see he's just too fucking he's nosy he's getting into people's problems he was over there interested in the fucking cop shit like he was like trying to be helpful to the police he wasn't, like, barking at the cops. If he would have been barking at the cops, causing a ruckus at them, that would have been perfectly fine. Like, what are you just trying to do to these people <laughs> that are stuck in the snow now? Oh, what idiots. Trying to back a trailer up here in the fucking snow. Welcome to the commentary on what's going on in my neighborhood podcast. <laughs> um... 
Sorry, I'm transfixed by this. Now I'm involved. I'm not going to yell at him, like, if the dog was trying to bark at him. But no, the dog was, like, far too interested. It was like he was going to, like, pop in and try to help the cops. And I was I was just very disappointed. You know, you don't want to raise a Blue Lives Matter dog. You want to you raise somebody who, like, just, like, has a respectful disrespect for the police. And when some plumbers who are trying to, like, insulate your apartment end up getting stuck in the snow because they're dipshits and try to back a van and like there's literally five to six inch eh, maybe not that much as anymore two to three inches of snow in our backyard and they're trying to back a trailer up to it up to the building incredible this is boring podcasting i apologize um <clears throat> drinking fruit smoothies bitch we're on a big health kick uh, the last week and a half. That's part of the reason why I haven't done the podcast. I've been busier uh, using my free time to read and to write a little bit more and to, hey, they got it out. Good for you. Um, and to work out. Like, I started lifting again, uh, trying to get all buff, get in shape. Got to travel a lot, so figure the best way to stay healthy is to get healthy and part of that oh fuck i forgot to put well damn it um part of that is my morning smoothies um so i make sure that i have those um taking some more supplements trying to just stay above water here um gotta keep this ball moving and and get past these wintertime blues here um but, you know, it happens. Every year, about mid to late January, you start getting that, like, winter's gonna last forever kind of deal. Especially now with, like, climate change or uh, global warming or climate shifting or season, whatever we're calling it now. Um, the impending doom to humankind. Um that we should all be a lot more scared of, but really aren't. And I understand why. I mean, I live in a world of delusion uh, quite often, but I don't know. It's almost like it's 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 Y2K. Like, global warming is Y2K. Like, are we running out of fresh water places? Sure. Um, is it hotter every year past, like, the last one? Sure. Um, are weird things happening with weather where they shouldn't be? I guess, but, like, I don't know. Maybe, like, shit happens, you know? Like, the world has been ending. Like, when did he come out with that movie? When did Al Gore come out with An Inconvenient Truth? Like, how right is he? Has anybody fact-checked that movie? Maybe that's a deep dive we do later. Um... An Inconvenient Truth. It was a film series. I thought it was just one. Oh, there's two of them. There's a sequel. Okay, so the first one came out in 2006. And then the second one came out in 2017. Oh, so Al Gore didn't even... I thought he made this movie. It's just about him. Oh. Well, here's the thing. I was 16 when it originally came out, and I could not give a fuck. 
I made fifty million dollars. So there's like a whole just vein of random liberal nonsense movies that other people look at after an inconvenient truth. Alright, but whatever. Since 2006, an inconvenient truth. So that was what? 17 years ago? Like a senior in high school. And the earth is still kind of chugging along. Like, is it great? No. Is it as bad as they said it was going to be? Not even close. But, whatever. Mid-January, late February, mid-January, late January, early February. It's going to be when they... Oh, somebody's pipes must be full. They're not insulating anything. Are they finally fixing the laundry unit? Whatever. I get depressed because it seems like winter is going on forever now. Like, it always comes late because you have, like, winter officially starts, what, December 21st, November 21st, somewhere in there. Something on the 20th or 21st because why wouldn't we make it just, like, a Monday, you know? We had to do it on an exact date so fucking astrology women could be all into it. People with the equinoxes. People who go to equinox. And ride their bikes. Like, we had to make it that way instead of just like, hey, the first Monday of November, it's winter time. Like, it's snowy now. It's winter here, but it's not winter other places. You know, we could make it subjective. Like, hey, move to fucking Memphis. It's not winter until February 1st. Usually. Like, you take an average. You take the almanac. Whatever. You take the farmer's almanac. Whatever Benjamin Franklin had. You look at when he historically said that winter should start this year, and that's when winter starts, not just arbitrarily on the 21st, just because it's an equinox. When we all, like, the 20, it doesn't even make sense, because we know that, like, the earth shifts and all that shit. So, like, it has to change yearly. It can't be every single year the same day. It's absolutely impossible. I don't know how science works, but that's just my two cents. <laughs> but whatever, so winter starts... November, December, let's say. And then just by the end of January, that's when it's finally starting snowing now and getting, like, brutally cold. And then January's the longest month ever. I know it's only 31 days, but it's still the longest month ever. Objectively, the longest month of the year is January. Then you go into February, which is the shortest month of the year. Shout out to all my black historians uh as well um your month to shine but it's always the worst month it's always cold and then you don't know how far into march or april that it's gonna fucking buzz into and it's just you know it's mad annoying you just get bummed out because i don't know i've spent almost 33 this is my i'll be on my 33rd birthday in a couple months two months from today shout out me um it's just always winter you know it's time to shake it up but i don't know the wintertime blues um working this into another therapy podcast for john brown 
Um, I actually have real therapy starting Wednesday. I mean, it's counseling because it's, like, free through work, uh, which is... Can we, like, stop advertising things? Like, especially helpful things. Especially through a place that you work for. Like, you can... Like, I already work for you. You give me money. I pay rent. I give you parts of my life. Like, that's our... Like, that's our exchange. That's our agreement. But when you offer... Like, they're like, oh, we have free counseling, which to me, that means like, hey, you can get a counselor, you can get like a therapist or something, talk about your problems, and move on. Well, uh, it's a program that they pay into that like, you can get like, counseling, like short-term counseling, not like long-term, not anything, like crisis counseling. Like, hey, are you thinking about killing yourself right now? We have... we have the suicide hotline like that's basically what they're offering and i'm not thinking about killing myself but like uh are you having problems get some counseling we have free counseling and then you like apply for it and a week later they're like hey mazel tov you get three to six free counseling sessions which like i don't know if anybody's ever done counseling uh the first three to six is basically the fucking that's like they hook you. That's the fucking 30-day free subscription to, like, whatever streaming platform that you're on. Where they're, like, they just, like, tease you to get, like, some sort of, like, oh, hey, here's a plan. Here's how things are going. Here's what we want you to work on over the next three to six months. And then the, then you have to start paying for it. <clears throat> Which is the number one reason why most people don't go to therapy is it's expensive. Unless you have fucking, what's the talk space, talk therapy thing? Squarespace. <laughs> Make a website. No, but like the the app that you can talk to, and it's basically therapy. Which is still expensive. Like, it, that's the most expensive part of it. And like, I don't know, just with the accident, with life stuff, uh, the cat dying, all that stuff. You know, things just pile up sometimes, and instead of handling it uh, how I always have, or... How I've, like, gone accustomed to, you know, maybe we'll bring in a professional this time. See if maybe they have some better tips and tricks. Like, I'm good at a lot of things. I'm really good at one thing. But, like, I'm decently good at a lot of things. Maybe these people are good at it. Maybe they've just... Maybe it's like any other job where, like, right now they need people. So they're like, here, let's try some free therapists. Like in the movie 50-50, when Anna Kendrick, it's like her first patient and he's like oh i'm your er, his her third so it's just like i don't know maybe you're their test maybe that's why it's free which is fine like my brain is basically like what a barber college should take care of you know sorry i'm looking at a facebook page um You know, I want to. I am trying to be less toxic on the internet, but certain people like representation matters. We'll start off with that. I like women being in comedy. Uh, I think they're far more interesting than men. I've seen every kind of dick joke there is under the the sky. I would rather hear a woman's uh, perspective on penises at this point, uh, if we can make that uh, statement. But and especially now in comedy, when like most of like a lot of the biggest names in comedy are women like the all of your lineups are all men do better like okay did you 
reach out to people to be on that show? Did you send a booking email? But then they post, like, a flyer for, like, an open mic. And it's only, like, and this is, like, the point. And, like, I understand, like, there's societal reasons, that there's, like, historical reasons for not having this happen. But, like, if you want, like, a cross-section of what the comedy community is, like, don't complain about no women being on a show. And then you're going to put a flyer up for an open mic. And the only people asking for spots on it are men. Only people. There's 20 responses. I had, did not see a single woman in there asking for a spot. Now, is there like some sort of like historical... I don't want to... I don't know what the word would be, but like... You just think you should be able to show up and get a better spot because you're a woman and it's com- like comedy... Um, are you less outgoing to do it? But like, I don't know. The whole business is being outgoing and in front of people. Like, sure. Is it maybe not set up the best way for people? Like if you have to like ask for it, like maybe societally women aren't used to having, like wanting to ask for things and like are more like trained for the lack of a better word to be, like, more shelled up and keep their desires under wraps. Sure. I could I could see that excuse 20 years ago. But now, like, the top earners on the internet are literally women who just, like, are out there saying the most nonsensical shit all the time and, like, not hiding their bullshit ideas. So, like, there's not really an excuse for you not to send booking emails. It's like a legacy play, too. Like, it's always, like, somebody who's, like, worked their way to a specific part of the scene. And then, like, only does their shows. Or uses their shows to get them leverage on other shows. And then will, like, complain about clubs or shows across the country not booking enough women. Okay, why don't you reach out to them? Like, what what have you done for other people like it's a big moment for you a big movement for you what have you done for the movement other than just do your shows and book your like you're doing the exact same thing that those people are doing you're booking your friends to be on it i've looked at the last five lineups of all your shows it's the same five people and the only women are on it are you and like one other person that you give a guest spot so you're probably not even paying her so who's the problem? I don't know. I don't want to be crucified for my take on women in comedy. They're better. I don't know. Maybe just being in a scene that, like, women run shows here and women are, like, half of the top ten best comedians in Milwaukee. Maybe not completely half, but close. Like, Milwaukee overall has a terrible like segregation issue but like women and men seem to be pretty equal in the comedy scene that's cool so maybe other places it really is as bad as they say it is or maybe you're just not getting booked and you stop sending booking emails and the only way that you've ever gotten booked is complaining so the only way that you know how to get booked is to complain and shame people 
because maybe this new wave of comics aren't just like in the mood for dealing with your bullshit and you disappeared for two or three years during covid which fine you wanted to be safe you have immune deficiencies that's perfectly fine stay safe queen we get it i saw you at the same comedy festival where everybody got covid and guess who didn't complain one bit guess who didn't leave guess who wasn't wearing a mask I don't know. Welcome to the Hypocrisy Podcast. We bounced all over. We did therapy for a hot second. Talked to the dog. The dog went to the vet last Friday. That was another reason. I was going to record on Friday, but I had to take the dog to the vet. Spent far too much money. He's old. He's got like a lump on his leg. Um, that like won't go away. I thought it was like an injury. And he's, like, walking fine on it. It's not anything, like, bad. But, like, he is just, like, uh, he's old now. So you have to take him, get him checked out. It's a big fatty lump on his ass. And, like, the vet didn't do a very good job of, like, explaining it. He's like, well, <laughs> like, he started at worst-case scenario and worked his, way, worked his way backwards. Which, like, I guess is one way to do it. So you're kind of like, man, I hope everything's okay. And then when everything's fine, you're like, I don't even care. I'll pay you all the money. But he was just like, because it's on, it's like, it's up on like his hind leg, like up on the top near his ass. And he's just like, well, there's not much we can do about this. It's inoperable. Like it's in a weird spot we can't really do. So, uh, I don't know. We'll check it out and see what happens. And then like comes back and it's like fine. Like he's perfectly fine. Um, but it's just an interesting, like, bedside manner way to do it. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm kind of sick of my own voice. I don't know if you can tell. I'm not, like, down. It's just every once in a while when you do this bullshit and you're, like, you have, like, real shit coming up and you're, like, you just get, like, a little bummed out and you haven't written, like, a new joke in a couple weeks, or, like, the thing that you wanted to write, like, I don't know, just having, like, a case of the Mondays, that's really what it is, somebody's having a case, has, has anybody ever told you you're having a case of the Mondays, nah, man, that's the way you get to get yourself hit, or whatever, um, so I don't know, I, I've been, uh, I've been identifying with Olivia Rodrigo, we're both young, we're both hot, um, both talented, both sick of ourselves sometimes, so I don't know, thanks for listening, thanks for downloading, the next one will probably be better, I don't know if this was interesting enough to you, but we're at like 23 minutes, and I don't know, just sick of my own voice, and I have to go like fucking do work and comedy tonight, and keep this ball rolling and keep everything going because it's like that's a new thing that i'm trying to do is like work my way through it instead of just like shutting down um because i like to do that like shell up go away and it's like worked in the past where i like shell up go away come back and like i'm on fire but like i like to stay i need to like keep it moving like if you want to do something like this professionally you gotta you gotta keep rolling you gotta keep showing up even when you don't want to and i mean i should do a better job of pretending wanting to be there i guess but, like, I don't know. Wouldn't you rather know? Wouldn't it, Like, wouldn't you rather know that somebody's in a bad mood than, like, have to touch and go with them? 
and figure it out. I also think that, like, my brain's finally complete, like, getting actually healed from the accident, so, like, little parts of it are, like, unbruising, so, like, it's kind of like, I might have talked about this on the last one, I don't know, or maybe talked to somebody else, but, like, just getting, like, weird feelings and emotions back. I'm also, like, these supplements also, like, change, like, hormones, not, like, change hormones, but, like, bring them back to normal levels. Um, so who knows? It's just, like, a human Petri dish right now. Yeah. I don't know. Just feeling. Whatever. So, uh, I'm out of town this weekend. I'm in Arkansas. Uh going to be in Bentonville, the home of Walmart, um, then after that, I come back, because um, that's how things go, what goes up must come down, um, oh, then I'm featuring at Skyline in a week from tomorrow on Valentine's Day, so yeah, I have to get my head out of my ass by the time I do that, um, got a bunch of cool shit coming up, I'm pretty excited about it. Maybe I just haven't left in a while. I mean, I went to Cleveland, but, like, that barely counted. Like, I don't know. So, I don't know. We got cool stuff. Life is exciting. Um, just, you know, wintertime stuck a little bit. I hope people can understand that. Um, but, yeah, speaking of being sick of myself uh, and Olivia Rodrigo, I was going to try to do, like, something a little bit more exciting, but you know what, fuck it, we're just gonna do the song that I wanted to do originally, um, she's very famous, um, this might be the one that gets me sued because she's that, like, she's probably got, like, she's got, like, Disney money behind her, you know, but whatever, uh, com at Roberts on all the things, if you're listening to this, you know that, so I don't know, tell your friends, tell your family, uh, Tell one person you hate about this podcast, and maybe they'll like it. Who gives a fuck? All right, jealousy, jealousy. Olivia, ready to go. I kind of want to throw my phone across the room, because all I see a girl's too good to be true. With paper white teeth and perfect bodies, wish I didn't care. I know that beauty is not my like. But it feels like that weight is on my back And I can't let it go Quick side note, if you're still listening One of my favorite things about this song Is after the chorus uh, It's like just like the random woo But it's like necessary But I don't even know why So, I don't know, pay attention to that <laughs> 